It'd be, there'd be worse places to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not want to be in San Francisco right now. I would not want to be in New York right now. Uh, yeah, New York is definitely not a fun place. Uh, Philly is slowly getting. It's it's not bad. I mean, North Jersey is kind of nuts too, obviously. Yeah, of course. Know, North Jersey, like Jersey, like obviously they're just counting like all Jersey numbers, but it's all up up north, you know. But that's just given everybody, you know, there's that whole area over there, um, which is it is what it is. I'm just kind of dealing yep. with it. Totally. Yeah. You guys are working away. You guys have plenty of work. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's been interesting. We we. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hunkered down a little bit. Um, figure out. Uh, so far, so good with clients. Um, you know, lots of work. Uh, everybody's kind of like holding down everything. You know, it's it's in the it's in the weird space. Um, the team is working away, so that's always good. Um, for me, it's more of trying to drum up more and figure out where the business goes is always is toughy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's uh, we're I feel in an like interesting I, time at the moment. I feel like as, you know, it's funny, I was talking, talking to Amanda about this the other day. Like, I feel like this is the time where we as, as founders and as CEOs or as, as salespeople have to be very, much more creative than we normally are as to how we, how we drum up work and how we find work and how we utilize our team. Um, which is, you know, on one hand, you know, frustrating and challenging, and on the other hand, kind of, you know, dare I say, a little bit fun. Dare um, you know, a little bit more, um, you know, a new challenge. And I, you know, I think that that when we start a business like this, we know that we're we're heading towards challenges, and it's just another one to stretch our brains on. Yeah, I I feel like it's you know everybody has that. It's an interesting time. Um, obviously, you know, I think it's definitely different than financial crisis or anything like that. You kind of have financial crisis, you kind of predict, right? You can predict a little bit more, like it can come out, stretch out. This? Well, the thing about the financial crisis that's interesting to me is, you know, I've either started or been the first employee of agencies that began in financial turmoil. So, during right after 9-11 and then right after, right during the financial crisis in 2007, 2008. And um, I will tell you that for a small agency back then, it was a godsend because no, the other clients, our big client names didn't want to hire big agencies because we, you know, we were cheaper and had the talent from big yep. agencies. This is not the same thing. This is not like, I think people don't know what to do. Are they going to hire, like, do they hire an agency? Do they hire teams internally? Like, it, the whole idea of remote working for everyone has turned everything on its side. And I think as you know, and I know, like you know, my team is all remote. You know, we've been, we've been preparing for, not on purpose, but preparing for this for over a year. And so we're poised for it. Whereas I think a lot of, I think it's a good thing about a lot of bigger companies who aren't ready for it, need people who know how to jump in and, and work together, you know, via Zoom or via Slack or, or whatever else you, you, know, you need to use. Probably not Microsoft Teams. Uh, believe it or not, Teams is actually really good. I, I know you it. might not like it, but it's been it's been interesting. We have to use it for certain things. We have clients um, using it, yeah. So I totally understand. We have a client that, yeah, we have to be in it. Um, but I think it's it's a funny moment, right? Like we started as a remote company, but we have an office. 
we just happen to yep. like working from an office. But to us, it, to us, it doesn't really matter. I mean, working with clients remotely anyway, right? I think that's where most of this comes from, where we can actually jump in and help clients get through that process. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Dan, since we're recording this, because I want to see if we can actually make this a show. Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, why not? Um, I'm all for it. Who are you and what is that you do? Um, so my name is Dan Macaron. I run a company called Charming Robot. We're a digital product design studio um, based, I guess, everywhere since we're, we're remote now. Um, and we work on everything from media and entertainment products to financial services to, enter, to, um, to wellness and fitness to everything in between. Um, and our, our team is our people who've been around doing this stuff for, you know, about 20 years, each of us. Wow, that's that's been a while. How old is Charming all about? We're about nine years about old. We nine in August. Nice. Should we last till August? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm in human- I mean uh, humanity, by the way. No, not the company. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're being groomed here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna be ten in May, which is kind of crazy. Does it put a damper on your on your ten year anniversary plans? I had none. So, so no, because then I'm like the only person that will plan this stuff is me. So uh, no, I guess that's just going to change what we do. It's going to be. So how do you? Let me ask you a question. So you know, with with teams working remotely, how do you, in, uh, I guess, create some sort of inclusive feeling? You know, some sort of camaraderie. Right now, or or is it different than it would be normally with everyone remote? No, actually, it's not different. Um, We've always said that, like, you know, half our the U.S. team is pretty much almost all in one place. But, you know, we kind of have people all over the place. And then we have developers everywhere. And then we work with clients. So for us, uh, Slack and Zoom is like a natural built-in work. And we know how to work it. Um, mm-hmm. To point, like, people are like, oh, turn on video. We're at a point where half the time the video is not even on because it just, just works that way for us. We know how, you know how it does and how we do it doesn't really matter i mean we like there's a morning stand-up every day right that hasn't changed it's always been there you so know, i asked that because go ahead no sorry oh uh, and like on the fridays we have our our full internal here team type of call um and that might change i mean I, i'm catching up with everybody we still do podcasts so that kind of like goes back and forth so i don't think it changed much so I asked that because, you know, what's interesting is I, we use Zoom for everything and Slack for everything as well. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that I, I find that everyone on the team's, team now wants that video turned on. And I am very anti-video call. I don't want to be on video calls ever. And, you know, everyone's, you know, sequestered away, whether it be because, whether they're with their partner or whether they're by themselves, everyone seems to be like, let's turn on a video. Let's, let's like see each other's faces because at least it gives us some sort of, um, window into into something that's not our house or apartment or whatever um, you know and, and the other thing I think that's different for us is that the things that we talk about on Slack um, would be totally mundane any other day of the week or time of life mm-hmm. but you know there's a lot of like I think sanity um, controlling or, or balancing happening by talking about stupid simple things like what are you making for dinner um, 
In fact, yeah. I think every yeah. every morning and every evening, everyone, someone at least one person on the team is like, "What's everyone making today?" And we have had this. We have these whole conversations around recipes and whatever that would seem like time wasters if it was any other time. But now it's just a right. a nice way of like getting again, like I said, a window into into someone else's um, life. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely has changed. Um, I don't know. I mean, for us, it's normal. Like this is why I'm doing this because it's fun. Um, yeah. But it's also like it's it's the reality of, of the world right now. Um, mm -hmm. I think what people are having a harder time is people who haven't worked this way, right? Like, like all these people who I think bigger companies fighting like, oh, you can't remote, you you can't work remotely, you have to be in an office. Now they're like, well, you're forced to it. Oh wait, we can actually do this. Like my thought is yeah. like, what happens after? What happens after all this? Like, do everybody just go back? back? Yeah, right? nothing like, goes back. Can't, normal. Like, what is? What do you mean? You can't wait. I can't remo work remotely now. I just spent all this time doing it. Learning how to do it, by the way, you know what I mean? Like, like it's a skill set yeah. you've now learned is how to do that. So you try to take that away from someone. They're like, well, wait a minute. Now, I, I would bet you, I look at like the parents I know who are, who are working. I, I bet you they can't wait to get back to an office because of how difficult it is having, you know, to, to balance schooling your kid or keeping your kid, you know, and are distracted while you do your work or while one of you, one of you does that while the other, your partner does the work, whatever it is. Like, I think that there's something to be said for like being able to go back to some sort of normal there, but we've only been doing it for a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most I mean, we've been doing it a lot longer, which is, well, good. I mean, no, no. I mean like the, the, the majority of people have been, majority of people. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, even if they learn how to do it, I think there's going to be something to be said for being able to leave your house and someday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a weird time. Which is okay. Which is fine. I think we um, just don't have to learn how to, how to, how to be positive about it and, and be, stay productive, you know? and create mm -hmm. those barriers you know you know how it is like working from home it's one of those things you know people say like do you are you wearing pants you know are you are you showering are you doing things that like keep some sort of a schedule and i actually think that like getting up and taking a shower and like putting on clothes that aren't your pajamas can be can keep you feeling a little bit more like okay i have a routine as opposed to yeah i don't have to care you know i don't have to shower for three days yeah. or whatever i think yeah, I don't know how you feel about this. I guess I think we we were so used to working the way we work, the way we kind of do whatever that it doesn't. We make our own schedules, right? So right. It's not like a we still routine, but sure. there's you know, it's just different. Um, yeah, I don't I don't mind it. I I think it's funny because it's like people do are struggling a little bit with it. Well, it, because it's a break in your routine, that's why I say routine can be good. Now, eventually, maybe you get into whatever habit you get into because it's become your day-to-day. But for people who've been doing it for a week, like, I think it helps to know that your first meeting is at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock or 10 or whatever time that's at, you know, and knowing that you have to be on camera so you don't want to look like garbage is actually, because you know what, because you wouldn't do that if you're walking into an office, right, or you're walking to a client. Um, Right. You know, people might be a little bit more dressed down. They might be a little bit, you know, I'm not saying you have to suit up, but, um, you know, there's, there's something, there's something to feeling human. Looking or human. you just dressed up from here. Right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> right. You're like fully exactly. shorts on. And... 
right. <laughs> I think, well, I saw some, I forget where I saw this today. I was reading about it, but it was something that, that resonated with me was that people who are working in like a situation like your house where you are now or where I am now, you know, the idea of what's going on behind you is really interesting. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, always funny. Like, are people, you know, walking around half naked like you know they just got out of the shower and you're not paying attention to where your camera's pointed and they don't know what's there you know like like that's it's something you don't or that's just like on right or it's just on there's a video of somebody going to the bathroom on a major conference call and you're like (laughs) (laughs) you're not allowed to do go anywhere you want them to well actually carrying the laptop into the bathroom oh my god and the camera hasn't done that yeah, let's get a letter to your camera. We know how to turn a camera off. <laughs> I'm not saying I brought the laptop into the bathroom before, but, you know. I've also, by the way, working remotely, but I've been caught putting my, my, my phone on mute in the, and, do, and doing workouts during meetings. So, like, doing push-ups <laughs> in the middle of a meeting. And then, like, all of a sudden someone asks you a question, you have to unmute and be like, yeah. Totally agree with that. Yeah, nope, that's what I was going to say too. And I, I've had like you know Eric from my team be like, "Dude, are you are you doing push-ups?" <laughs> like, no, totally am on Slack. You know, <laughs> no. That's too funny. Too yeah. funny. Uh, uh, talk about like learning. See, these are things we have to learn as we work remotely. How to balance your workout while you're on a conference call. Turn the camera off. How's it? How's your clientele? Are you guys okay, or what's the? Um, you know, it's funny. We had our um, our weekly status meeting on Friday, and I, and then followed that with a budget meeting. And Eric, you know, comes to me and tells me like what our projections are, and it was actually better than I thought it was going to be, which made me happy. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing that's happening for us right now is there are probably four or five projects in our pipeline that didn't exist a week and a half ago, because they're all about solving problems that have come up in the past week. Yeah. So, so part of those are things that we've kind of generated from an idea standpoint. Some of them are people have come to us and said, can we do something in this space? You know, whether or not we'll get them or whether or not they'll get investment for them, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that like some of these will come through just because we need to solve these problems very, very quickly. Um, and that's, that's actually in some ways a godsend. You know, our typical, none of our clients have gone away. Um, we'll put anything on pause. Uh, but I, I can tell you that almost all of our clients right now are are startups or close to startups and not corporations. Yeah, we uh, we we're it's been kind of quiet. You know, it, it's like we talked about it's 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 a little harder to drum up some business or somewhere figure out how sensitive you have to be through things. But I think overall yeah. clients, I mean, people are, I think last week was one of those weeks where everybody just got hit over, you know, with a bat completely, just, just shocked that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Info everywhere. Um, I think everybody's coming out of it is like, okay, what's going to happen? What's next? Basically. I think we're in that well, moment. You made a good point about like what was like, you know, it's not quite like the financial crisis. It's not like other things. I think about like after nine 11, you know, it was a big bad, bad thing happened on one day and then in and, and the Pentagon and in the World Trade Center or whatever. And then like for a week or so, people walked around New York and just like days, right? And then probably more than a week, uh-huh. probably for several weeks. But like people had to work, people had to do things. The difference is that like lives, like going to a work or like those norms hadn't changed. In this case, the norms have changed, but you know, even as the economy kind of yo-yos every single day, like 
brands and, and businesses need to keep going as much as they can. Right. And so right. they need work. So, you know, it's about how do we, how do we not just shift our working style, but how do we shift our thinking as to how our brands are leveraged, you know? Yeah. Or not our brands, but other people's brands. And I think that's, you're right. Like we're a week into it. I think people are scrambling trying to figure it out, but I don't think that, I think that can't last too long because people are going to have to figure out like, how do we keep, you know, being um, capitalistic in some way or another. Right. All right. Yeah. It's definitely interesting time. How are you changing? You mentioned that things are a little weird. Like how are you changing your approach from a business development standpoint? I mean, I think it's all based on relationships and like you do good work for clients. I mean, you, you, you need, you still need to help clients. They need to figure out they're just, it's a shock, right. Of where you got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to approach a lot more content, a lot more sort of reaching out, see where he goes. And that's the, it's the only way you hope for, right. Um, well, you, but you said you like just were critical to, sorry. No, I, I was going to say like, like, it's, you mentioned before, like how you contextualize it, you know, you know, because you don't want to be, you don't want to be in, insensitive, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to be tone deaf yeah. to, to the current situation, but you want to let people know that you're out there and available to help them solve whatever problems they need. Yeah, solve. I think there's both, right? I think that you can't be tone deaf, but also like the other side of it is you have to, you know, you have still families to feed and still do business, right? That's everybody's problem, right? You yep. said last week and last two weeks, we were kind of shocked at the system and, and stuff, but people are coming out. They're like, well, we're going to have to figure this out. You know, yeah. however we need to figure it out. Um, you know, you look at on the retail side, I mean, all, Target, CVS, right? They're all hiring like crazy right now because they have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're part of that. But then like some sectors are just not doing well. So, you know, how does that fit into the world? Um, so there's there always are... a solution you have to figure out. There are so many problems that need to be solved everywhere from like how do you help small businesses like you know restaurants and bars and service industry people out how do you we're working on a project right now you know how do you help people who are addicts who need to get you know in front of yeah. other people and have conversations and you can't do that in person how do you help out musicians and, and people who and artists who are normally like whether they're broadway actors or studio musicians or how do you help those people out who who have no job right now because they can't be in public you know there so many different industries need help and solutions and that's you know the great thing about what you guys do and what we do and what a lot of our friends do is like we're all problem solvers when it comes down to it yeah we code or redesign or whatever but like Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it we think and we solve problems and then we figure out how to execute on that and that's what people need right now i mean which will lead to other jobs being hired and businesses being created but you know that's where we can help we as, as technology people, as, as creative people can, can help, you know, these other industries that may not be quite used to having to quickly solve something and get something launched, you know, within weeks. Right. right not right, days. Right. Oh, let's go to fun things. Okay. I like fun things. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you start the company? Why did I start the company? Um, yeah. So I have been running... Uh, another agency before this that um, was doing basically the same thing that Charming Robot does. Uh, I had a business partner, I had a great team. We were very successful, but I, I found that I, as we grew, we, we left a lot of the world of startups 
um, that had made us made a name for ourselves. Um, and I, and I want, and I kind of missed a lot of the the empathy that we we had when we first started. I think we became a bit more arrogant than we should have. And so, I wanted to go and start a company that wasn't arrogant. I wanted to start a company that was about helping about, about helping guide people into the world of like creating new products, whether that's a big company or a small company. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is, I wanted to do was I wanted to I wanted to work with people who I who I genuinely wanted to hang out with every day. Not to say I didn't get along with my other team, I, I really did, but like they were just people I wanted to work with on a daily basis, and right. I wanted to cherry pick them, and so um, that's what I did. And uh, you know, like, like you mentioned, in like coming for nine years, we work with the same people, almost almost exactly the same people today as we did back then. Some have come, some have gone, but we all still find ways to do, do that together, and I think create quality work, and I think our clients. You know, what I've learned over the past nine years, which, which wasn't something I had necessarily at the last company, was, you know, those clients become, become those people too, you know, and, and we have an 80% client return rate, which is unheard of in a lot of agencies. And it's because that, that we, we all want to, we don't just want to like work together, we want to have a beer together or whatever it is. And I think that camaraderie with our corporate clients and our smaller clients is a testament to what, you know, me and my now former business partner, um, uh, Chris, set out to do which was create something that was much more communal than your typical agency which is a much more you know vendor client relationship that's cool <laughs> it's funny to ask these questions i mean i know the answers to all of them but always like <laughs> well we've known each other for a long time <laughs> that's and, true and by the way you're included in that too because we've been working with you now for what seven years yeah it's been i mean uh, yeah. We're still. And we're, lived. We're, you lived in New York yeah, it's almost, when I met you. It is a seven because I left. Yeah, because I met you when I moved. I lived there five, and it's almost been two since I've been gone. So yeah. Yeah, and and the, and we're still working on projects together. We still have. We're right now working on something together. So, you know. Correct. Um, yes. For some reason, you keep coming back to us too. You know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. It's just just punishment, man. Punishment. Well, that's just the agency world in general. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, as much as we, it's a weird time right now, you know, client, it's client work. Yeah. Yeah, but But I think that like, I don't see anything better. No, I mean, I I also think the way you, the way one thinks about client work varies, right? Like I, I, you guys aren't, are like this too, like we're not yes men, you know, we are Mm -hmm. here to solve the problem and sometimes that might mean disagreeing with our clients um but hopefully in a, in a very productive and helpful way and I, I think i think one of the challenges of client work sometimes is that you're not allowed to disagree you end up working on things a lot that you don't feel proud of or you don't feel excited about and not every project you're going to be like super jazzed about but i think when you really feel like you have a voice in creating it it's a big difference than just feeling like you're you're you know you're a design monkey or whatever right Code oh, that's monkey. good Yeah, what kind of wine are you drinking there? Since you love your wine. Um, so I am talking to you right now from Napa Valley, from Saint Helena, uh, Napa Valley, and I am drinking a Cabernet from uh, Picayune, which is in Calistoga, about a fifteen-minute drive from here uh, north. Um, and uh, we are members of their wine club. Uh, we uh, we love the love it there, and um, so 
we had a case that we actually brought up in San Francisco the other day. And so we opened this last night and had it with our homemade meatballs for lunch today. But nice. I'm actually I'm actually drinking the Cabernet. Amanda's drinking the Pinot Noir because I don't like Pinot Noir. I like some wine. That'd be nice. You should have a glass of wine. <laughs> Dan, it's only one thirty here. <laughs> oh, so it's one thirty. Yeah, where you are. The, you the literally north. have no neighbors, do you? No, I have. I can see my neighbors across the street, and I have neighbors yeah. diagonally from me, and neighbors next door. No, we have. There are like six houses here, and we all know each other. And we're all friends, um, which makes it a little bit easier to get through it, as we have like text, uh, text chats or whatever. And so you know. <laughs> And standing in front yard, just yelling at each other. <laughs> social distancing, Bart. Social distancing. Right, yelling at each other from yeah. across. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually really nice. Like you know, we have one couple across the street from us. They're about in their late seventies, early eighties, and our neighbors went shopping for them the other day. And it's you know, it's very communal here. Um, it's a little, and I I don't know if it how it's is with you guys down the shore, but like, it's much calmer here and much um. You know, people kind of are, feel like they're in it together, but they're not this like huge, you know, rush mobbing the grocery stores or anything. Like all oh, grocery stores are fully stocked. Like we're having a pretty chill time. Yeah, com- down, comparatively. Down here, it's been okay. Um, uh, there's few short towns that are kind of crazy um, as it is because it's so close to Philly. Um, sure. Down here is pretty quiet. I mean, this is a very small town. I mean, it's on. It's boarding like a bigger crazy town, so it's like across the bridge. Yeah, um, Still Harbor is really tiny, so it's, it's only seven miles of it. That's it. Um, but it's that cool. might it's be pretty it's quiet. definitely I mean, bigger than there's, us. There's construction everywhere, so that's kind of going on. Um, but other than that, it's been it's been pretty quiet, which is good. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of nice to just go out and like go on the beach and take a walk um this weekend yeah. there's there's more people but people were like you know kind of walking away i think thursday we went on on the walk at night and like zero people zero like we there's more cats possums and rabbits running around than there was people or cars that's awesome yeah so that's, that's a good sign we're doing it right <laughs> <laughs> same same um, we don't we don't see many people out in the boat but also like partially like it's you know if something was you know we got sick or something i mean it's only an hour and a half drive back back home right. um you know multiple things a we wouldn't go here to the hospitals here um just because they're tiny um and they're you know it's not that i don't i wouldn't want to take any of those beds away because they're i think the hospital down the street only has 15 icu beds and they're tiny you know, they're tiny hospitals that are just serving the community. So I wouldn't want to overdo that, but so that's partial for me. Um, so far, so I'm going, there's like a nice farm just down the street, which we can get, you know, it's still open. Um, yeah. They, they literally, it's a working farm. So um, they have pigs and chickens and stuff like that. And it's funny because we were asking the, they just like, yeah, we're considered a grocery store, but also the guys in the back, they don't, they don't care. They have to eat. They have to be maintained. They have to. So we're open. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the same thing here. I mean the one thing about going to the city that would be concerning to me is that like all this, like at least San Francisco and I know New York, like they're, they're all running out of beds and running out of equipment and, and and everything. So I don't know where you're better off. 
honestly, like I don't know because you can't get in. Yeah, but the testing is yeah. better up there, right? So you kind of, yeah, you know, you partially is is that is is you would also think like obviously New York is trying to do a field hospital now in Javits Center, which mm -hmm. is kind of crazy to me. Um, mm -hmm. But that's that's appropriate, right? Oh yeah, I mean that's they have to. Um, that's like I said, I don't I don't want to be in New York for that reason. I miss my friends there, but you know. Well, we're doing this. I mean, exactly, exactly, and that's how a lot of us are getting. <laughs> that's sort of my whole point, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot yeah. of us going to do this, and that's okay. Like it's the same thing with our parents. Um, you know, we try to catch up with them almost every day. Um, I, I, you know, you kind of dismiss the technology part of it till you get hit with this, right? You're like, this is the best way to do this. Like, we're not going to see our parents because they're older. They have, you know, we don't want to get anywhere my dad is still you know works and it's it's been interesting to kind of go through that um i find myself yelling a lot more at them. <laughs> <laughs> more because they're not um conforming with what needs to happen to stay safe some or? of the stuff yeah some like they are but some of the stuff i'm like stop doing it you know yeah it's, it's partially that um i hear that just what are you gonna do yeah um I know. I keep on coming back to like, I have like a small list of questions I want to ask everybody, which is kind of fun. <laughs> sure, sure. Please. Uh, my final question to you is like, what are you currently obsessed about or with? Could be anything. It's a, it's a moving question. question. Um, I think, I mean, I'm, 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 I would say bifurcated on one obsession. I'm, I'm clearly obsessed with the news and, and figuring out ways that we can, and I don't just mean this in a business standpoint, like what can we do? Right. What can we do like using our knowledge to help? How can I use my, my brain to figure out what things think? At the same time, um, you know, we are sequestered in our house here. And so the other half of our day when we're not thinking about, you know, how to stay, you know, safe and productive is, is working on our house. And there's like a yeah. list of 25, 30, 40, 50 projects on a whiteboard over there that like, that we are trying to check off. And every time we check one off, it's just a little bit better. You know, um, it feels like we're a little bit- I think bit a lot closer. of people are doing those. Yeah, I mean, you know what, Home Depot is still open. We were driving back from San Francisco, it was two days ago. And um, the Home Depot, somewhere on the way between here and there, uh, was the whole parking lot was jam-packed, which is scary because it's a little too, you know, too not enough social distancing. But yeah, I think a lot of people are doing that. But you know, it's a good way to pass the time and it's a great way to feel more comfortable in your surroundings because you're making it better and you're making well, it you more. Can you, right? you can also yeah. do something, right? You can also do something. Yeah. So that, that's, that's probably it. And I think that there's one more thing, which is like, I'm just, I, I forgot how much I love my slow cooker. And so I've been like thinking about how I've been used, I've used it several times in the past couple of days or a week. And we have a list of recipes we're going to be doing that over the next, you know, um, probably week or two. So, you know, just that, that, finding new ways to, to entertain ourselves through cooking and, and construction is, is just a way to keep our mind off what's, uh, what, what the reality is. That's good. All right, Daniel. Cool. That was fun. I'm glad we need more fun. Always need more fun. Yeah. Well, 
I hope this works out well for you. I hope we hope we uh, have an entertaining uh, chat to put on uh, <laughs> on YouTube. Where are you putting it? Always on YouTube. Come on, trying it. See how it goes. Cool. Anyway, awesome, cool man. Well, I'm gonna get back to work. I will talk to you soon, and uh, keep keep doing this. Okay.